He taught me, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. To infinity and beyond! No crying? There's no crying in baseball! know your cinema podcast did you contract corona coronavirus <laughs> yeah i don't fucking know hey i'm sorry uh okay sorry uh welcome back to the know your cinema podcast i am uh one of your hosts i am jason quinn with me as always are my good friends and co-hosts uh devin clemens hey mr c lemons that is and uh uh, Vivin Matthew. Tiger Plow! Tiger Plow! Uh, Tiger Plow, how are you doing today? Fantastic, gentlemen. Jazz Nazzy. How are you guys? Uh, been better. My daughter had to go to the emergency room and get a bunch of stitches today. But other than that, we are on track. Okay, so she's doing good. All right, yeah, she's, she's good. As good as can be. Okay. She's I'm, good. I'm she's three days away from vacation, so. Your vacation next week? No, my, sure. vacation's, my vacation's on Saturday. I will be flying to Arizona and then driving over to New Mexico. Dope. Yeah, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take pictures of the actual place where the McSween house was, and hopefully there'll be a big pile of glass there. You you, you bet there'll tomorrow. be a big pile of glass there. I would imagine that the amount of glass that was that was there would st- it would have to be there. Like I don't think that there's if there's an, a way for them to clean up that glass. No, 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 no. I, I think satellites can pick up the the glass on the ground. It's like the Great Wall of China, and then the Great yeah, yes. Pile of Glass. Yes, <laughs> the, the, the 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 two the two human objects that can be picked up from space. Yeah, I mean, I can I can drive to old to old Tucson where the where the actual part of the movie was filmed and see if there is remnants of glass there. There, I mean, there has to be. I imagine if you go through there and if you happen to be wearing anything less than steel-toed sh- uh, boots and or sold shoes, you'll get a cut. Here's my question. A genuine question, guys. I I just thought of this. So, both Young Guns and Breakfast and both of them have a very famous glass sequence. Is there a connection here? You mean that they're both both for goddamn ridiculous? (laughs) Emilio Estevez and Glass go hand in hand. I'm surprised you didn't get like a starring role in that movie that M. Night Shyamalan did. I, 
<laughs> I think there's a message being like a underlying message being sent out to us. We're, we might be uncovering this. some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tune in next week when we discuss the full in full detail the uh Emilio Estevez glass conspiracy. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> what anyway, are we talking uh, about today? <laughs> we're talking about the movie Waiting. Uh, if for some reason you just cannot get enough of our wonderful uh, podcast and you want more than just what we give you here on the actual episodes, feel free to follow us on our social medias. Um, uh, Facebook.com slash KYC podcast. Instagram at KYC podcast. Twitter at KYC Podcast and on TikTok at KYC Podcast. So check those out. We uh, two weeks back had to do a we did a a fan picked episode and the vote for that was decided through our social media. So check that out. Uh, that episode was over Friday as the winner of that. But uh, also follow us on social so that you can participate in the next time that comes up or any of the random stuff uh, that we do uh, on there. So uh, uh, without any further ado, sorry for the random. Hold on, uh, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. If you don't understand, folks, if this is your first time hearing us or you decided that you wanted to listen to this waiting episode, if you don't understand what we're referencing, go back and listen to some of our archived episodes, especially the Young Guns uh, episode that we did uh, a while, while back. Uh, it, that's what episode we're referencing. Two. Huh? It was like our second episode. It was like our second episode, yeah. So that's what mm. we're, we're referencing a, a, a joke we made, all of us in there made it about the movie Young Guns and a particular scene in the movie. So please go back and check that out in the archives, along with over 20 episodes that we've already done here. Yeah, I think we've already we've we've got a we've got to have passed over forty movies now that we've covered on the podcast. So definitely check those out and enjoy the fruits of our labors. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but all right, now let's get to the meat and potatoes of this episode, and we're going to talk uh, waiting tables. In the movie Waiting, uh, Vivin had never seen this movie, so Viv, do you want to go first or last on here? I'll let you choose. Um, <laughs> let's 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 make this let's let's make this great and go first. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> so. This movie, I just couldn't stand. <laughs> I tried to be as objective with this movie as possible. And my objective reading of this movie is probably one of the dumbest movies I've seen. So, that was my initial reaction of the movie. So it's, a, it's, a good, I, it's a good review so far. It's, <laughs> it's, it's going great so far. It's, I, it's, it's I a was, dumb movie. Hate, We're not I, denying it, okay? You're using facts. Okay, mm-hmm. continue. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I was uh, I'm objectively uh, looking at this movie, and I'm like, "Damn, this movie is dumb." Uh, definitely one of the stupidest movies I've seen. Um, I couldn't stand 
any of the one-dimensional characters. Uh, I don't think any of some of those things have not aged well in this movie. Uh oh, no, definitely <laughs> not. This is a 2005 <laughs> movie, so the uh, the humor in 2005 is much different than the the humor that uh, exists in 2000. Twenty. Yeah, I, I just don't think this is going to pass a lot of. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It it would uh, definitely get stopped at uh, multiple locations. Uh, this type of movie before it gets greenlit. Um, uh, I I think just overall, I didn't feel this as a comedy, m- more so as a tragedy of people who are just stuck in dead-end careers, and it's like, oh, God, this is a depressing movie about people who just can't go anywhere. They're just stuck in this place. It seems like hell. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting any funny out of this, and all the shtick that they're doing as far as just trying to make time pass by, it it's the shock value the filmmakers trying to put into this movie just feels so forced and vulgar. I'm like, okay, I it doesn't feel organic. It's not like a Judd Apatow movie, but like a 40-year-old virgin or, or even Clerks, where it's like, yeah, it's it, it feels more organic to the plot. Here, it just feels like they are trying too hard. So I can't laugh at it. I, I just couldn't. The humor... There, I'm not saying that there are not moments of funny dialogue or funny scenes, but overall, the movie just was so one-dimensional for me. And this was probably one of the first movies where I just couldn't deal with Ryan Reynolds. He was you, you miss the fact that this is this movie is not only just a comedy movie about uh people waiting tables, but also it's a movie about purgatory. Yeah, but I I, I was and hoping that I didn't purgatory. have to feel like I was in purgatory for having to watch it. <clears throat> that was my problem. That's a, you know it's it's a it's a deeper movie than than what it, it, it shows on the surface. Well, I'm hoping this conversation can elucidate some of that for me because I just couldn't deal with this movie. I just couldn't. I I was like, you know, somebody please give me Ghostbusters right now. I will watch it three times over, over this movie. Well, we can definitely give you Ghostbusters. (laughs) Uh, However, you did, you, you gotta, you gotta pick up on those, those little subtle things. So like you've got Lust, which is Ryan Reynolds's character in the movie. Um, you have, uh, you have the, um, oh, what the hell's the guy's name? Uh, the, je- the jealousy, uh, uh, sin, which is, uh, Dean's character, Justin Long. Then you've got, uh, the, uh, Wrath one, which is the manager. You have, uh. Sloth, which uh, Sloth, I, I believe, is kind of a cross between Nate or uh, Nick and T Dog, and uh, also the uh, the dude who uh, I was hoping you'd call him. Just, I was hoping you'd call him Theodore, so I could say it's fucking T Dog. <laughs> it's fucking T Dog. So just it's little things like that, like that. I think I feel like you can make pick up later uh, when you watch it. You talking about uh, Andy Milanakis? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Nick and T Dog. Yeah. Um, where is Where is the guy? Um, the guy who plays Mitch. Is he been in something else? He seems so familiar. 
Mitch, um, he has been in something else. I'll find out what he's been in. He has been in something okay. else. Okay, he he looks so familiar, but I'm like, I can't quite place of what he's been in. Anyway, that's the guy who's basically our our surrogate as far as the audience. He he's the new guy in the. Oh, he was in Freaks uh, and Geeks. Oh, is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Bones mm-hmm. and Freaks and Geeks. He was in. Ah, oh, it's Bones, probably the way you recognize him. Yeah, I've seen a. I think snippets of. Yeah, I, I think I think that's where I've probably seen. It's John Francis Daly is his name. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, he's in. A, he's also in Spider Man. He's a writer on Spider Man. And uh, what else has he done? He's done. Well, else good else? for him. Uh, I did enjoy his his speech at the end. Uh, if nothing else, that'll say good. Uh, good uh, closeout for the movie. If if there was one last hurrah, I didn't feel like I completely wasted my money on the rental. Um. He's also in Game Night too. Wait, what is he playing Game Night? That I like that movie with uh, Jason Carter. Bateman and uh, Rachel something. Yeah, he plays Carter in Game Night. Carter, 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 Game Night. Okay, I think I have to think back to him. That so. is a good movie. Uh, Devlin, have you seen Game Night? I've not. Okay. He's in Yo Gather Gather. Mm-mm. For one episode. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I think. I, okay. Um, I I can see what you're saying, Jason. As far as them being some type of archetype of some Catholic mass, uh, where you're basically doing like a. Uh, 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 what is it they used to do those uh, uh, these Catholic masses? They used to have these plays where they'll tell you, like you know, it represents all these different types of sins, and and you and you basically anthropomorphize them, anthropomorphize them, so that you can kind of get a understanding of things that you, the good and the bad. I get that, but even that, even that reading of it doesn't make this movie any better for me. I still feel like it's. It is just uh, the shock value of the movie is is what it's going for. Like that is what it's what is wanting to be funny, and it's not reading as funny to me. I think I think part of the issue with the, it not reading as funny to you is because we're so far away from what two thousand five humor was like, and I think. For Devlin and I, it's a little bit easier to still laugh at some of this stuff because, like, a lot of this, like, this is to me one of the probably the most quotable movies that exists because there's so many phenomenal quotes in this movie. But in order to really find all of that funny, it would probably have to be something that you had already seen before. I I also think that because Viv never worked in the food service industry, maybe he doesn't understand that aspect of it. And the things that like when I worked in the food service industry, we did, we played games, not like they play games on this, in this movie, but we played games similar to that, where we would do things just to make each other laugh. 
or like go past like the vat and like throw a handful of ice in the vat. So right, it, it you know maybe that's the reason why you're 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 not laughing so much as you just don't get some of the aspects of it. Well, here's my thing with that because uh, I mean I thought about that. It's uh, I I think the closest I've been in uh, was working at. I mean, there were similar characters working at FedEx for four years at night shifts. You, you do have certain personalities that come through, and they definitely could compare to some of these characters. Or even working at a photography studio, it's it's its, its own kind of hell when you have to deal with uh, just customers who think they know better than you, right? There are examples of that in this movie. But my point is that, as a, not as the subject matter, but as a movie that's trying to tell a story, it's like I don't need to be a Jedi to know that the uh, the rise of Skywalker is a shitty movie, but The Empire Strikes Back is a great movie. It's just the movie either works or it doesn't work. And for me, this movie doesn't work. Maybe it does. Maybe if I had specifically gone through uh, the restaurant business, maybe it does have some affinity based on that. But I feel like that is a tall ask for a movie to be. Uh, like that well, is a big it, I, buy-in. I also, I also like go back movie. to sometimes you yourself personally go into a movie wanting like you want certain aspects of them. And I'm not trying to, to sway your opinion on it. I'm just saying that for future movie watching, if you just go into a movie with not expectations of like, is it going to be good or because it's got Ryan Reynolds in it and then you're disappointed. If you just take it for what it is, sometimes you might enjoy it a little bit more because this movie isn't isn't going to win an Academy Award. This movie isn't even going to come close to it. But for just taking it for some of the the humor that's in there, and and looking past it, maybe a second watch is in order. But I think that that sometimes that can be your problem because you're you're the same guy who shit on Ghostbusters, and Ghostbusters is. And commonly referred to as one of the greatest comedies of all time. And that's fair as far as reading, hey, uh, maybe it is a um, just a perspective switch, but I, I was not expecting Oscars going in, and I was not trying to say that I don't like Ryan Reynolds. I'm saying that this is the first time I watched a movie with Ryan Reynolds where the const- the common refrain about uh, Ryan Reynolds is that he's always doing that quippy dialogue. And that was so apparent in this movie. I was like, oh, God, this- can you kind of turn it down a notch? It really is starting to kind of like his role that he was made for is is the what is that? I keep thinking of Daredevil. Deadpool. It's not Daredevil. What is that movie that he Deadpool. 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 Yes, it is. He like if the, like God made him. But I think he has to come through this to by get God. There. And I understand that. I understand. Yeah, and and fair. That that is that is a fair assessment of it. But then I'm like, when I watch this movie, I'm like, Christ Almighty, please somebody give him something better. And I'm like, thank God there's something coming down the lane for him that will fit exactly his his tool set. So I'm not shitting on Ryan Reynolds. I think he is a good actor. I he has a specific skill set that has a place, obviously. Uh, uh, in movies, just this movie was the one that really rubbed me the wrong way with his personality and how, how this, and part of it is also that, again, I had to go back to the characters being so one-dimensional. They really have 
nothing beyond just the most vaguest sense of like this character is like they're so one dimensional they're just like this character is this this character is this they have no even the person who who's wanting to go beyond the restaurant just as long's character he doesn't really have an arc it's just yeah he he for some vague reason suddenly decided he wants to no longer work at the restaurant he's starting to see the futility of being there but that's about it and even worse are all the women characters they are just essentially just objects in the movie to me and they're like they have nothing beyond just being objects well but it's 2019 so you can't say shit like that. I'm just, I'm just fucking, I'm just no, I am saying that's the criticism for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is the criticism of this movie. They are like so <clears throat> poorly written. Um I I don't know, man. I I feel like I like I definitely see I I like I I can't defend this movie as being like a masterpiece because I don't think that it's a masterpiece. It is a movie that I do love and I will continue to love regardless of what anybody says about it. So it's not like you're going to change my mind and that's fine. Right. You know what I mean like it is what it is. Um and I also can understand why somebody would not like this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh especially considering that the the humor in this movie is not everybody's humor. It is it is not a uh and I I think I can get by the one-dimensional characters because I think the humor's really fucking funny. <clears throat> yes and see that and that's the thing it it the the if it was funny to me then i would bypass all of the other criticisms i just had because i was bored in the movie i started to think about all these other things if if a movie has you then you forget about the fact that oh these characters i'm sure there are other movies that had one dimensional characters that i just did not even bother to think about because i was ha- having fun watching the movie that did not happen to me on this and i know what devlin is trying to say but my counter to that is i've seen other movies that you guys have said that uh that completely took me exactly where you guys were telling me it would like friday i was like amazing movie i i just loved it to death it is it is as phenomenal as you guys maybe even better well, than you guys it, set it up to at me. the same time with but this I with your one with your with one it. dimensional thing now i'm not saying this is verbatim truthful but i think if you look at this in, in a perspective yeah. of like Justin Long is is technically the focal he's not to me is not the main character but he's technically the focal point of the story because it all it because it the story arcs with him him and the new guy they kind of they kind of arc and switch places swap swap, swap. positions yeah, yeah so i think maybe if the writer who whoever wrote this maybe he wanted to keep the other characters one's one dimensional to show that like yes they hate their job but they're not trying to better themselves either. Monty's not trying to better himself. Radimus isn't trying to better himself. None of these characters are trying to better themselves. So they they kind of become every day they're the same people and they're the same one-dimensional characters if we're looking at it maybe from a different perspective. And so the focal point then goes on Justin Long's character who eventually becomes spoiler alert become you know quits instead of taking the promotion he quits instead of staying and and having this all you know this this uh not olive branch but uh this opportunity given to him and he's like the hell with this I'm out of here I'm going to better myself so maybe from a writer's perspective maybe that's why he kept them one dimensional to illustrate that they're not going those other characters are going to continue day in and day out to do what they're exactly what they are doing in this movie and still work at this restaurant at the end of the day mm-hmm. 
And I think that's probably mm -hmm. why the movie begins and ends in the same way. I can I can I can definitely get behind that. I I do like that reading of the movie where, uh, especially having the new guy essentially take the place of Justin Long character. That is a if there was any part of the movie that I personally was like, okay, that was good. It was that ending and that little switch that happens, and obviously that tags along with the speech. Which uh, before we even get there, that was probably my favorite part. You didn't like the uh, the political speech that Monty made. The uh, which one? Oh, oh, that one. Uh, yeah, it was, no, there were some good lines in the movie. I, I, you know what? I actually like the. Um, what's her name? Anna Faris. What's her name? What's her name? Uh, if you didn't like, if you didn't Anna like Ferris. him tearing her yeah. down, then or her her tear, her tearing him down. I I did enjoy that scene. I was going to say that was probably my other favorite scene. I I think that was. Uh, Pretty dope scene. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, there is at least some. Did you watch the regular or did you movie? watch the R-rated or unrated version of that? I believe this is R-rated. Whatever was available on YouTube for renting, I think it was the R-rated version. Because I watched the unrated version, and I, I don't, I've, I've never seen the rated version of this movie. Um, uh -huh. So I, I'm curious. I should watch the rated version. So this is actually fun fact. This is the only movie. That I have ever watched with director's commentary on. Yeah. Really? So, with the director's commentary, there's a lot of interesting things that uh, they point out in the movie that you wouldn't otherwise re uh, realize. So, like in the very opening credits uh -huh. on the wall in Shenanigans, uh, there is a, uh, a bunch of uh, things just stuck to the walls, right? One of the scenes, yeah. all of the things that are on the wall are positions in the penis showing game. Oh, yeah. really? Uh, which I thought was kind of neat. Uh, that's interesting. Um, okay. I have a question for you. Um, since you uh, have listened to the director's commentary, is this, um, was this shot at a at a restaurant or did it build no, it was shot at a restaurant so this movie is actually a very this is a very indie movie right i think it had like a three million budget or something so i did see that so i was just wondering because it i could tell that uh that some of the scenes were definitely a they were using a location but i was just curious since you listened to the director's commentary yeah no they were they're using a i think it's a chili's location no it's a Bennigan's. Um, it's a Bennigan's. is it okay Bennigan's. Um, okay. so they, uh, the guy that wrote and directed the movie, this is the only <laughs> thing he's ever done. <laughs> so he, he made one successful movie and then he made the sequel to it and then he got the fuck out. So that's all he's ever done. So if you also look at this as a very, is the first movie that any, that a person had ever written or directed, uh, um, so it's a it's a big passion project for for the director and writer of the movie, and so for that I really like it um, because it, it this dude literally took ten years to get this damn movie made, so ten years of writing and rewriting and redrafting and going to different pitches and going to different things to try to get this movie made, just to finally get it made. I feel like that's a huge amount of dedication to this to this movie. <laughs> Uh, and so I appreciate it from that standpoint. And then on top of that, he 
had a out of love for movies and wanted to film a continuous shot sequence. So I don't know if you picked up on that, but there's one really long continuous shot sequence in the movie that is really really cool. Uh, yeah, that's so it, it 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 reminded me a little bit of the Goodfellas scene, which which was I mean I mean I'm I'm saying that as a positive. But yeah, it, it did have. It was the one where they had like some slowdowns and ramp ups of speed. It's, a, right? it's a dinner rush serving scene. different people. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that was that was definitely well done. So I don't know, man. It's it's little thing. I think the director's commentary made me appreciate it more. Again, I'm not asking you to rewatch it with the director's commentary. It was like, okay, know, by any means, <laughs> it did make me appreciate it more. Um, because he does go be, you know, he does tell about like his kind of, you know, his journey as to getting the whole thing made and stuff. Um, so I thought that was cool. Um, and then he just kind of, if you look at some of the people that are in this movie, uh, at the time that it was made, uh, Andy Milanakis was pretty damn big. Uh, the kid that plays Theodore, uh, is, he had just came off of the movie Holes. Uh, if you've seen that movie, um, good movie, good uh, with uh, Shia Buff, right? Yeah, yeah, he plays Zigzag in that movie, so he was just fresh off of that, like a year or two earlier. Um, okay. And then you know Ryan Reynolds was big because this was like right after uh, Van Wilder. This was one of the the follow up comedies that he did to it. Um, I think there was a few years in between, but this was like one of the bigger ones that he had him as a focal point anyway. Uh-huh. So I think that he the the guy kind of got really lucky, and most of the budget is spent on those actors. <laughs> just I mean, just to get them in the damn thing, um, right? So I don't know. I appreciate a lot of the things about it. I'm not saying that it's a masterpiece, or that anybody should, you know, particularly go out of their way to watch the movie, unless you if you like crude humor. And you worked at a restaurant or in any food service industry, then this movie will probably give you some laughs because it does that for me. But I've worked in restaurants a lot, a lot, and so all of the things that happen in this movie, other than like I never fuck with people's food like like they did in this movie, but like the customers and things like that, shit like that, it's it hits differently when it's food because. I can imagine in photography and things like that. You're you're in photography. You're paying money for these people to take your pictures and things like that. So you want them to be perfect because you're preserving memories there, right? When it comes to like your food and somebody's bitching at you because you brought their food out, you know, two seconds early and they're still fucking eating their salad. That's enough to mm-hmm. make you want to fucking hurt somebody. Like you're like, all right, bitch. <laughs> like you know what I mean. So it's like things like that that you like. When you experience things like that on a regular basis, I think you appreciate some of the things that happen in the movie a little more. Like, granted, it was really fucked up what they did to her, but at the same time, there's some part of you that's like, "Yeah, bitch." <laughs> like, I, I, I would never do anything like that to anybody, but it's just like it's that back of your mind type of shit. You know what I mean? And I think that this is like that deprived fantasy type of shit. Right, that, that plays out. Right, so. I, I can. I mean, um, the best I can say about it is, obviously, both of you uh, like this movie, and I think this movie has a certain amount of cult following. So, obviously, the movie has a place for 
a certain group of people. All right, just, bitch. You know, Say just certain group of people me. one more time. See if I don't slap you in the face. Uh, it is for a certain <laughs> subset. What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? Certain group of people. What I mean by you people is. You know it's 2019, right, bitch? <laughs> Uh, we don't. Sorry, we don't. When you people. talk about Bollywood movies, we don't get on here and say things like that, jerk. Uh, for a certain group of people, those Bollywood movies would probably be pretty good. Yeah, for certain. Uh, do you mean me? Do you mean me? No, huh? no, no. Just no. because, just because, just because my skin is a little darker, you think that I enjoy Bollywood movies? Is that what you're implying? We're not implying. You fucking said it. I didn't you, you said it. I did not say it. You said I didn't say it. I did. I didn't say it. Dude, who said I, it? Who Is said, that a fourth person on this call? Who said certain group of people? <laughs> you did. Yeah, it are wasn't you, me. Are you, I are, you saying, are you saying fat people? Yeah, are you saying are you saying thick ass boys? Damn it. You guys catch the, me every time. You're in a corner there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was back in 2005. Ugh. All right. Now, back in 2005, you weren't funny, so. Do they show that girl's bush in the rated R version of the movie? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, is this thing I've been shot? Okay, I was just curious. Yes, it's just as disturbing in rated R. <laughs> I love it. She just picks it out of it and throws it. It's so gross. That's <laughs> well, well. Let's yes. Let's let's like, let's move that's past. The gross I don't even want to. That thing looks like she was. The whole movie is just one. The whole movie is just one long exercise in grossness. Yeah, it's a gross out movie. <laughs> it is. It is a total gross out movie. They're super gross. There's parts that are gross and then they're funny. <laughs> Have it's, 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 it's the latter part that I have issue with about it being funny. Like, I, how do you not love? How do you not laugh your ass off at John Leguizamo's character? Or not John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo whoa, Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. Luis. Yeah, I was thinking. I was. I was. I. In all fairness, I have a lot, a lot, a lot of Mario things on my desk that I was looking at. <laughs> Oh my god. No, this just keeps getting worse. <laughs> How do you not laugh your ass off at Louise Guzman's uh and his girlfriend's fucking relationship throughout this movie? That shit is so fucking funny to me. Like where he he's like, I'm not just some 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 hoe and then like he's just like, You wanna have a little sex in the car? And she's like, Okay. <laughs> just like little shit like that. Or, or it's too I, fucking I, funny. I invited you to my my my, my grandmother's funeral. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah, tried but to give me. Trying... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. We went out to the movies that, the other that week. That scene's not funny unless they show the exact thing that happened. Oh no, hundred percent. You can tell that story, but it's like that's not that funny. And then they show him actually moving her hand. Up her, and there's like there's like an organ playing in the background. It's like oh. everybody's all sad, and he's like, "Well, I might as well get an old fashioned in the pews." <laughs> that's funny. It is super funny. Viv's not laughing. 
They didn't find any of that shit funny. How dare you? I'm sorry, I did How didn't. dare you in a church? Uh, and they had a Mad Max rec- reference in the movie. I thought you'd love that. I must have missed it. Well, Maybe the Mad Dome, Max. Bitch. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's one uh, of Dane Cook's like four lines Dane in the movie. Cook's. Yes. I'm, I'm surprised that Dane Cook joined the movie with just four lines in it. But I guess he was still coming. Well, up they, and coming they had up. to keep his, you know, his not so much palate down. So he was. Oh, only, oh. I think he had only put out. Uh, he had only put out the Retaliation album by that point. Wasn't that his biggest hit, Retaliation? Uh, it wasn't his biggest album, no. But it was the movie that put. It was the album that put him on the map. But it wasn't his biggest one. Retaliate, yeah. To, reta- actually, retaliation came out the same years. So he would have had harmful if swallowed. Came had was the only thing that had popped out at that point. So Jason, so, so that sounds like you've were you a fan of Dane Cook? Uh, I, I actually, I'm a, I, I was a really really big Dane Cook fan. I have watched a lot of, I listened to a lot of his stuff like since then, and I wasn't huge fan of it. I have, however, seen every single stand-up special he's ever done, and I own all of them. Okay. So around the time that he got big, I was a fan of him. I, like, I was, there, was a, there was a couple of years where I was a big fan of Dane Cook, but I guess with age, I just kind of, it, it, he kind of just fell off the radar for me. Probably fell off the radar for everybody, but it doesn't sound like... Well, yeah, it's not actually his, It's not his fault. So if you actually... So his story is a little kind of interesting. So if you get a chance, look up... Uh, Look up his story and how he actually ended up leaving the spotlight. It's kind of an interesting story. Okay. Um, but uh, no, absolutely. Anyway, I am not a fan of Dane Cook. And uh, okay, I, I mean, I, 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 I was. Well, you know, here's here was the thing: is like it was kind of a it was kind of like you watching Ghostbusters. Uh, someone, yeah. someone had built up and said, "Oh, have you seen this comedian Dane Cook?" And I'm like. I don't even know who that guy is. Like, oh, he's so funny. He's so funny. And they're like, we watched the special. And I'm like, mm, no, he's not. <laughs> he's not funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I've, 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 I always, I've seen. I was honestly. Maybe, maybe it's because I was also, I was also, uh, you know, once you watch Ralphie May a couple of times, uh, yeah, you, you, Dane Cook isn't funny, so. Okay. No. Th- yeah. That, that's that's fair. I'm I'm scared to go back and listen to any of the. I, I'm I'm scared of finding out. Well, this is all just pile of garbage, and I don't know what I was thinking when I enjoyed it. So I, that's why I'm afraid to go back and listen to any of the old stuff of I have listened to some of the old stuff, and it 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 does not hold up as much as I wish that it did because I like there was so there was a time when. He was probably one of the most important uh, celebrities in my oh, okay. life at all. Wow. Uh, okay. Like real big. Like when the when the uh, the vicious circle. I think it was vicious circle. No, it was the yeah. rough around the edges or vicious circle. One of the two. One of them had a debut on um, on. Uh, What's HBO? So they were doing a big HBO. It was a big HBO special. Yeah. When that happened, uh, I literally 
worked my ass off to convince my parents to get HBO for just one month so that I could watch the special. Really? And then I had probably 20 to 25 people in my living room with me on the night that it premiered to watch that special. Dang. How, how was that? Did, oh, it killed. It, it killed for us. I mean, at the time, like I said, at the time we were, we were yeah. balls deep in, in our Dane Cook love at that time. Sure. Sure. No, I, I, so, I can imagine it was that being a great experience. It was, it was, yeah, it was an awesome, it was an awesome experience. And I mean, we still, there's still a lot of like little jokes and like punchlines and stuff that he says, like, one of the punchlines to one of his jokes is like get the jelly twat and he says that about an argument that a couple had in a in a store that still is a thing that me and another one of my friends say to each other now it's just cuz it became his comedy became our inside jokes in some okay way. yeah so <clears throat> so that that was another big reason why this movie was another cool thing for me is cuz this is like the big this is the first big thing that he ever did really yeah. i mean he was in mystery man for like a little bit and that was kind of cool he was actually in, that, he was in that one movie with uh, kevin costner where it's like about some psychopath serial killer do you remember that? The Mr. Uh, yes yeah. yes he was also in uh, i was watching mr 3000 the other day he's in mr 3000 but you never he actually see his face guy. yeah he plays the the sausage mascot you never actually see his face; you just hear his voice. A bunch of random movies from the two thousands. Yeah, he employee was the, of the month. Employee of the month. I think employee of the month was an awesome movie. Yeah, employee, <laughs> employee of the month is his best work, in my opinion. Okay, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it, it was enjoyable at the time. I haven't seen it in, in over a decade, but yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know, and I also like my best friend's girl. I thought that was a decent one. You mean? You mean? Oh, I like uh, the movie Just Friends as well. That's a good movie. Yeah, is that the other one? Or No Strings Attached. No Strings Attached. The Ashton Kutcher. uh, Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh no, no, no! No No Strings Attached is uh, Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, those two always like. There's, it's always funny when movies come out back to back and they seem to be about the same thing, like when uh, the Prestige and the Illusionist movie. came out the same back to back. Where it was like two magic magician movies that came out like within a week. There's, every every so often, like two random movies will come out and they're pretty much about the same thing. White House Down and uh, Olympus Has Fallen. Yep, exactly, exactly. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just Friends movie. was uh, Just Friends was. Uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds, not Dane Cook. Sorry, uh, it's a uh, good luck. Is that where he's a where he's in a fat suit or something? Yeah, it's good luck. Chuck is the okay. one I was thinking of. Is the only other. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's actually he's huh. in American Gods too. Who's in American Gods? Dane Cook. American Gods. You mean the HBO show? Yeah. Or I mean the uh, the yeah the, what about the, the gaming sin- show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Neil Gaiman. Okay. Huh, interesting. Is he making a comeback or something? Dane Cook? I mean, I'm sure he would love to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I figured uh, after three of us, you'd be on the know as far as uh, what uh, Dane Cook's career is like at this point. Yeah, I mean, it looks like he's trying. Um, I, I'm, I hope he does. I hope he's successful in that. At least as an actor, I don't know how I'd feel about him coming back as a comedian stand up 
Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that part. But as an actor, I thought he, I mean, some of his stuff was pretty decent. Actually, he's in the Plains movies, too. He plays Dusty Crophopper in the Plains movies. And those are really fucking good. In my opinion, I like them better than the Cars movies. Oh, you're talking about Pixar. Okay, gotcha. They're not actually Pixar. They're Disney. Oh, okay. That's why they're so crappy. Okay, gotcha. Oh, yeah. All right, gentlemen. No, I, I was just, I was just investing. I haven't seen them. What, uh, Jason? What's your favorite scene in the movie? Uh, favorite scene. It's probably the ending scene. I think that's, that's the one that probably sticks out the most. Out of all of it, I think that shit's so funny. I also really like the scene where, uh, um, what's his face is sitting there talking to. Uh, to the, the dishwasher guy and then like in the middle of him having this like really philosophical <laughs> question you know thing he like stand he's like hold on one second then he like stands up and he's like yeah check out the bat wing bitch that shit's funny well you know you know it's so fucked about saying he was just talking about how he couldn't pee in public as people were staring at him. yeah and then he just whipped out his dick and out like his yeah dick. And then call, and then you know the whole point was like someone was like legitimately looking at his dick at the at the stall, and he's like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna show Radimus my penis," and then uh, call him gay slurs and kick him in his ass. Yeah, super fun. Um, Vivian, what's your favorite scene? So, same as Jason. If there was one, it would be the ending. Okay. Mine is actually the scene um, when. It's at the like the they're about to close, and it's just so subtle, but it makes me laugh every time. And she, they're back there. They're like, they're like, we better not get no last minute asshole customer. And then she goes back there, and she's like, sorry guys. And then there's this big delay, and they're like, fuck, fuck, and they start throwing shit all over the place. And they're like, no, no, no. I don't know why that always cracks me up so much. Just that one scene. That was good. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Th- that was a good scene. I, I just the, the subtle pause is like they're all in shock. Yep. And then like yep. they just start. They just cleaned the kitchen. Now they just messed it up again. So now they got to clean it up again. It just like yeah, that, that felt that felt authentic to me. So yeah, no, that that was definitely good. <laughs> um, what about your favorite quote, Vivian? What's your favorite quote? In the movie? Uh, it's probably the line from Mitch where he goes, F you, Monty, always got to be right with your little quips. We get it, man. You're so edgy and cool. You know, he goes on and on. You you know, you guys, you know, you're, uh, what does he say? You're the coolest effing guy at shenanigans. Woohoo! That's the thing. Like being the smartest kid with Down syndrome. I just, yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> I was not expecting that. That'll, that'll line to come out of Mitch. Uh, that is a good one. Dev, your favorite quote? It's a, it's a whole series of dialogues. So it's when it's when Radimus is showing Mitch the the, the different <laughs> the different positions of the game. <laughs> oh, dude! And he's like, you got to make it flat like paper, <laughs> and it's got to resemble that way. And you get one kick. And then he goes through the rest of these, like, and at the end, you don't actually see what he was illustrating, but he's like, that's the Abe Lincoln, but you got to shave it or it don't count. So, and the Batwings actually were three kicks, by the way. So it, it is actually, it is three. So it goes the log, which is just your dick. Oh, that's one okay, kick. I'm sorry. The brain is two kicks, and then the Batwing is three. 
And then they then they say the Abe Lincoln one. And there's several other they all the they also mentioned the Eiffel Tower. Um, and then the Abe Lincoln. So I think I think they stop. They don't tell you how much the goat is worth, which I think was just their way of not of like saying, you know, of not giving away how many positions there were. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I love the end of that line where he says, so if you're ever bored at home, you know, just uh, play with your dick. See what you come up with. <laughs> uh, man, this, there's so many. This movie is very fucking quotable, though. Yeah, it is. I'm trying to think. There's there's quotes from this movie that I say all the fucking time, and now for some reason they're not. They're, I can't think of any of them. But uh, I'm come. We'll, we'll we'll move on. I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll come back to it. I'm gonna think of one. Okay. Um, favorite performance, Devin. Uh, hmm. Favorite performance. Uh, come back. Well, who who's who's the gal who's just always angry? I, I think I enjoyed her performance. If I, Naomi. If I liked one, that was the one. Naomi, yes. <laughs> you can't mix Mexican and continental. <laughs> <clears throat> um. I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it to Dane on this one. I I know I shouldn't because he had such a lo- a small role, but be, just I'm just gonna go ahead and give it to him. I'm gonna give Dane Cook as my favorite performance in this movie because I do think that this the parts that he does have in this movie he does a really good job with. I don't think she likes that pick. Don't, she she's saying uh, uh, try again. No, she's like no 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 no. <laughs> um. <laughs> My, mine's gonna be mine's gonna be Radimus. I just think that guy's just funny. I, I love Luis Guzman and most of the things that he's ever done. Um, so I, <laughs> I think that uh, this particular role, like he kind of sets himself apart from a lot of the characters as just being like this cool dude, but at the same time he's kind of like uh, you know a guy you'd want to just hang out with, but then like he's also kind of like a real like. Um, with his girlfriend, he, he seems like he's kind of a uh, a piece of shit as well. So, you want to have a little sex in the car? Uh, so I thought of what my favorite quote in, in the movie is, and this is one that I like to say uh, often, which is uh, "Carpe D's nuts." God, I can't wait to quit this job. That is a dangerous quote from this yeah. movie. I fucking love that quote. Seize these nuts. I love that line. I wonder if that was a. I wonder if that was in the script or that was improv because that sounds like something Dane Cook would come up with. It could have been. Definitely could have been. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, was, I mean, either way, it was good. That, 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 I mean, that 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 line reading and the actual piece of dialogue was good. Um. So I think I think we've. The the other question would be, you know, is this movie going to be important in the future in in cinematic history? Uh, uh, no, I I don't think so. I think that it does have a uh, a place as far as like a study of what humor was like back in two thousand five. 
um, because it has changed in what you could get away with or what you could say without being offensive back then versus today and even probably way further in the future are way super different. So I think, um, uh, I think there's definitely like a court case that could use this movie as an example of offensive humor. Well, all right. uh, Ratings, gentlemen? uh, I'm going to give it a seven. It's by no means a masterpiece, but I still love it. Yeah. Viv? Okay. Devlin? Oh, you, me? Yeah. I got I to save whatever uh, you're about to do. So. Okay. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. It's a pretty, I, pretty um, solid rating. <laughs> That's lower than Ghostbusters <laughs> for the record. <laughs> Barely. That's the lowest rating given on this entire podcast. If this rating stands, it's it's lower than Mad Max, which is the the low point of this podcast. I don't remember what we gave for Ghostbusters and Mad Max. You, you, gave, gave, like a you, gave, Ghost, you gave Ghostbusters a 4.5 okay. and I gave Mad Max a 4. Okay. Yeah, no, this cannot be higher than Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, no. I mean, this, yeah, I'm, 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 if you put it higher than Ghostbusters, there's some part of me that would stab you. <laughs> like, I would call Nick and T-Dog, and they would cut your ass. <laughs> you, 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 you'd call uh, makes you uh, think Andy Milanakis and say, this is time. makes <laughs> you think I will cut you, bitch. Oh, oh <laughs> you know I got the super mad dope ass retard love for you. I'd love that fucking line. <clears throat> line too. Um, I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in the long line, Jason. This is a no means for anybody who's never seen this movie. This is a no means a, uh, a cinematic masterpiece. Um, it's not even a, it's not even a comedic masterpiece, but it's funny. Um. And I like it for that particular reason. Uh, it's got a for me. It's got a good story for what or what the story is. Um, so it's going to get a seven five for me. Very nice. Okay. All right. The jury has spoken. Anything else, Kevin? I, I I didn't think that I was going to like this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we say that almost every time we give him something, but, you know, I thought just from uh, how the movie flowed and the characters, I didn't think he was going to like it either. But... Just wait till we give him Tusk. Oh, man. No, he'll love Tusk. Yeah. I guarantee he'll be like, this one's fucking amazing. That's so good. <laughs> so you think, you, you think yoga hosers, hosers are breaking? No, he'll, he'll really, really shit on yoga hosers, too. I see. I think I'll shit on yoga hosers, but also love. I I still love it. I don't, it's so bad, but so amazing. Yeah. I mean, everybody, like it's everybody loves movie. bad movies. I don't care. Everybody has a movie that, that is bad that they love, and people are like, "Why do you love that movie so much?" I mean, hell, we're about to give Vivian a bad movie that's good on 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 his wheel segment. So that's a hundred percent true. I love that fucking movie. Though. I do it's too. So good. I do too. All right. Uh, nothing else, gentlemen? No, I think we're good. All right. I think uh, we're good. All right, folks. We will be back with segment two the get to know your cinema 
podcast host. Uh, and real quick. <laughs> and we're back. We're back with the second segment here of the Know Your Cinema podcast. The get to know and know your cinema. Uh, in this section, we ask each other questions and even answer some of your listener questions from at home. Uh, if you have a question for us, please feel free to submit those questions to us on any of our social medias. Uh, we would really appreciate all of your questions and uh, would love to answer. Uh, so today, uh, the questions that we have for you are, uh, Devlin, why don't you take it away with the first question, sir? All right, Jason, this question is from me. Uh, what is a historical event you would love to see made into a movie? I had this just the other day. You were thinking about this. Exact I was literally thinking. I was thinking. No, I was, yeah, I was literally thinking about this. Like I saw, like I was reading about a historical event, and I was like, "That would make a hell of a movie." And I can't remember what the hell it was now. Viv, what is your answer to this question? Well, um, there is one actually. I've been thinking about for a long, long time, and I haven't seen anyone tackle it. And this takes place in the Roman times. So this is right around when Caesar is trying to become, this is before he becomes emperor, he's trying to become the council, he's taking the councilship of Rome. So everybody knows Caesar and how, what, type of personality he was. He was this person who's just really trying to... Uh, I mean, he is the atypical Roman when you think of. He's this great personality who wants to do all these things, put his name out there, and basically, you know, want to be remembered for all these great things he did. So I think that is one type of personality. But what is so amazing about this time period was there's all these people, great people at that time, that um, that there's a historical record of, but I feel like we haven't done like a film version of it. For example, there was a guy who was completely opposed to Caesar. His name was Cato the Younger, and he was as opposite to Caesar as you could think of. He was this guy who was completely a um, moralist and ethical. Like he would not do anything that he felt was that is going to go against his value system, which is exactly the opposite of Caesar. So they butted heads the entire time. And he fought so hard to stop Caesar from gaining power. And their clash and their personalities being so diametrically opposites, it, was, it is like written for a movie. And I f I'm like, why hasn't nobody made a movie out of these two people? They are like two of the greatest figures in, in history who had these opposing personalities and they actually clashed and and the person who won basically changed history. Like if, it, if the scenario had gone the other way, history would be different. I mean, that's how monumental their clash was for me. So I'm hoping somebody does a movie version of their story. I think you should go for it, buddy. Uh, Jason, I was hoping you would nominate me. I think it's I think it's you. <laughs> I think you're the only person that I've ever ha heard of 
uh, caring that much about it. <laughs> that's, 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 as long as you show up to the screening. <laughs> I mean, I'm there. Shit, I'll, I'll play Fat Caesar if you need me to. Um, you play Fat Caesar. <laughs> that's, that's Little Caesar for Jason. That's like, yeah, I did little Caesar. He's gonna get, get all the fucking pizza. Hey, can we make it a uh, can we do it like uh, like History of the World Part Two style? Like, uh, yes, and I'll be Little Caesars. Okay, so we, we will do the same story, but it'll be actually we will uh, morph it into the story of how Little Caesars came about, but it's really the story mm-hmm. of Rome. Got it, how Little Caesars came into power. Yeah, that's right. Like it's gotta it. take place in Detroit, though. Like it, it can't be. Yes. It can't be. Uh, it can't be uh, ancient. Ancient Rome. Yes. Be... There was a lot of there was a lot of little pizza shops, and then Little Caesars eventually took over. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There we go. Done. This is I, happening. First off, I say we do make this. A hundred percent. Can can there be an opposing pizza shop called Cato, and then that's what got taken out? Okay, got it. I, I see the whole movie right now. This is going to be a low-budget film, but I think it can happen. I'll even throw in some gross-out humor for you guys, okay? Is that, you, is that what you think we're all about, gross-out humor? Is that, is that <laughs> I, what you think our life is? I, I want to, is it because we're cater. fat? Is it because we're fat? Is that why? I just want to cater to you people. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I bet you do. Ooh, nice. I really like how you keep saying you people in regards to our <laughs> thicknesses. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I think that's that's important, you know, that you keep saying that. I, I mean, you won't tell everybody to go fuck themselves, but I mean, you know, the the you people, you keep dropping that shit pretty heavily. So that's it's 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 so subtle. Don't worry. It it it's it's it, it nothing to worry about there. It's it's yeah. a it's a total subtle thing. Don't, don't, not, nothing to worry about. Cool. Okay. All yeah. right. Then I'll I'll just yeah. Why keep would keep I moving. Keep moving. Nothing to see here. So I've been thinking about it, and I've been uh, figuring out which which thing historical that I would like to see remade. Uh, and it is the time Vivian said, "You people." I'm just talking. Um, <laughs> Can I start it? <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. Um, Got it. So what I'm actually thinking is, is I really would love like a Templar Knights movie, like a mm. historically accurate Templar Knights. Like I know there's some low budget ones that exist and there's some very like heavily, you know, positively Christian ones. I would love to see like a really like the real fucked up version of what happened during the Crusades. Can I make a movie recommendation to you? 100%. Find the not the theatrical cut. Find the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven. I think it's a pretty solid take on. I mean, it's around that time, and it's about the Knights Templars. Uh, but I do think that there is still a lot of room for a lot of Knights of Templar movies to be made. It, it's by no means a uh, the end all be all of that subject matter. Well, it did get a uh, 3.5 out of 4 from Roger Ebert. So. Damn, okay. Again, director's cut. But that is like 
effing like four and a half hours long. So you just had to be ready for that too. Okay, and we're talking, and this is well, it is a Ridley Scott movie. So okay, I've never, I didn't even know this movie existed. Yeah, it, I, I'm. If you ever get to watch it, we'll, we'll have to talk. Uh, uh, Devlin, have you seen that movie? King of Heaven? No, I'm not. Another one would be uh, I'd love to see like the bubonic plague, like some uh, some stuff in relation to that. I think that'd be nice. How timely of you! Very nice. Okay, I see. I see. Capitalizing, capitalizing on a disease. I like it. I like it. Not so much. Just you know, uh, not where I was going, but uh, I I hear you. I'm hearing you loud and clear. All right. Uh, Dev, your question, your answer. So, I, I'm a big U.S. history buff. I mean, I love, that's my favorite subject in school, and I love going and seeing historical stuff. Um, and I've seen some, like, movies like The Conspirator, uh, which is kind of deals with the, the Lincoln assassination. But I feel like there, there could have been more in-depth, uh, telling of, of, John Wilkes Booth. I think that he is a very uh, interesting character in American history. I'm not saying not saying anything that he did was 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 great, but I think that just like for instance, there's a picture of him at like uh, Lincoln's inauguration. Like he's in the crowd watching Lincoln uh, give his uh, inauguration speech, and. Like things like that, I think that I think if someone did an actual like Booth movie about him being an actor and then like his slow decline into this, you know, hatred for Lincoln, and then it all you know culminating in shooting Lincoln, and then eventually you know his uh, um, his his uh, fleeing from you know uh, Washington D.C. into Virginia and getting his legs set, and then eventually being you know captured and killed. I think that would be a really good movie but it hasn't been done in the way that it put the whole light on him like if you've ever, you've never seen i know vivin's probably seen the conspirator um, yeah but because it, it focused more on all the, the the people involved in the assassination and just kind of gave booth kind of like a side and it was more about mary surratt than it was uh booth in itself so i think if they did something like that that would be a, a really good movie um, that sounds amazing. And I think of the three of us and our recommendations uh, for historical events, the John Wilkes Booth, I think that is probably the best pitch I've heard of the three of us. That's really good. Yeah, I just think because there was just more to the guy than just one event in time. And I'm not, you know, right. not, not saying he was this great guy, but he was an actor. He come from an acting family. And he came from right. like money, so like for him to do something like this, like he had to have been passionate about his beliefs in what was being what was going on in that point. And I would just love to see if people because he had a journal, so the journal still exists. So we have his writings, so we could you could make a movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, you could make a movie based off of that. And that's how we got a lot of our yeah, historical have... factors or factoids because of um, of what he wrote in that journal. Right, you have the first hand account. Oh yeah, that's that's a gold mine. Yeah, so I think that uh, I it, hope it, they... it could be done well if you did enough research on it. And I, I really would like to see someone tackle just 
the, that character, not the conspirators. I think that if you were going to do the conspirator movie, it should have been done in reverse. You should have focused more on Booth and then the conspirators in whole. But they didn't really do that in that movie. Right. I well, what, it was all. Yeah, no, it was I, all. I, I really related like that. To, it was all vampire related, though. If I recall, <laughs> no, that that's that's Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. That's history, right? No, no, no. That's that's a that's a twi- that's a that's a history in another dimension. Oh, okay. Well, that history is it's, that that's part of the Marvel universe. <laughs> okay. Am I right? No. Yes, I think so. Or is that? Oh wait, no, 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 no. It's I. Sorry, I messed up. It was DC. DC? No. Man, I keep getting this wrong. Okay, I mean, you people, you're gonna have to tell me what it is. <laughs> Bold moves tonight with the you people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just going to, follow, I'm just going for some shock first to see how that works out. It's working. Um, for the record, uh, send all of your hate, your hate messages to Vivid Matthew at Facebook.com. Vivid <laughs> Matthew at Facebook.com. <laughs> what is this, 2004? You can find him on AIM at, at uh, Vivid Matthew is cool. 69. At AOL at uh, Vivid Matthew. Uh, I love being a hipster at AOL.com. You can find him at Tiger Plow. <laughs> on Hotmail. On or if, Hotmail. You can't find him on, if you can't find him on Hotmail, just ask Jeeves. <laughs> search, search Bing. Bing Vivid Matthew. Look up. Uh, talk to Yahoo! your bonsai buddy. And and find his Yahoo. Wait, wait, bonsai buddy. I I, I must have missed that one. <laughs> what era is that from? Is this before Netscape? It's like yeah, it's like Windows ninety five. Got it. <laughs> it was a purple gorilla that uh, was wait, part of. I know of this purple gorilla. What? Why do I know of this purple gorilla? <laughs> why did Vivid just sound like? Why did Vivid just sound like he was on a bad acid trip? He was like, I know of this purple gorilla. Uh, actually, it was ninety nine to two thousand four, so it ended right at the end, right before this movie came out. Okay, well, there you go. I knew there was a tie in. All Moving right, on. Jason. Tell the lovely audience your question this week. Uh, uh, of the many uh, fictional creatures created in film, which one do you wish most existed in our real world? Viv? Me, first? Uh, <laughs> you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you, again, you did it again. Uh, geez, you I people. Come up with a... Yes. Always just throwing us first. All right, I'll take it. I'll take the hit again. Um, I could not come up with a good answer. My the go-to answer was Godzilla, but I was like, why do I want Godzilla? You don't like, want yeah. Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe you want Mothra, but probably not. But probably not. Okay. 
Then I was thinking, well, what about dinosaurs? But I was like, well, is that really count as a movie run back? But we did have Jurassic Park. So kind of technically, yes, that could count. Dinosaurs. I mean, yeah. You know what I really want back? Even though I have not actually played or watched this series in a long time. How about Pokemon? What about the creatures yeah. on Pokemon? Do they count? Uh, I would say 100%. But okay. you'd have to pick pick a specific Pokemon. Okay, I'm going to go very obscure here. Um, I, I uh, maybe Jason, you would know. Uh, have you heard of Pikachu? <laughs> Suck a cock, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just, uh, just bing it. You should find. <laughs> Better yet, ass chiefs. All right, Devlin, how about you, sir? Um, just because my my I couldn't think of anything like like fun or anything like that. Like I, I was like, oh, a dragon would be cool. And I was like, no, dragon would not be cool. I was like, I was like, I was thinking of things. I'm like, none of those creatures are cool because all the cool creatures are like destroying like villages and shit like that. So I was like, exactly. I was like, the hell that I was like, my my best friend Matt loved Jawas, and I was like, the hell with it. Let's just let's just make yeah, let's just make Jawas. Yeah, if I could bring a creature to the real world, it'd be a Jawa. Oh, why in that case we just chose Chewbacca also. I mean, right. yeah, you can choose. You can choose. You can choose a Wookiee. You can rip your arms back. off. You could. They can rip your arms off. That is a fact. Okay. Like well, now we have. Okay, I, I totally even did not even think of Star Wars. But go on, Jason. That's awesome. Uh, so I want Falcor. Um, is that from uh, Pokemon? No, Falcor is from the Neverending Story. Okay. That's one of those things. I is that the seen. flying dog gimmick? I can't remember. It's been so long. Yeah, he's the flying dog dragon. Okay. He's a dragon, but he's a peaceful, loving dragon, and you yeah. can ride him, and he's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm not huh. watching. The, I'm not watching Never Ending Story. Again. <laughs> so, no, yeah. I don't think Vivian hasn't seen that shit. Oh God. I, oh. I, st- I still don't understand people's response to this movie. No, I guess I'll just have to watch one, it at some point. It's one scene that will wreck you for life. Is this like a Gone Girl situation? No. No, okay. it's not. Okay. It's, right. but, but you will probably see it not coming just as much. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> you're not like... Like you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Like, it'll make you check the box art rating and be like, this is a kids movie, right? <laughs> what is in this movie? <laughs> so should I wa- watch this before I watch it with Arya? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay. I had, it took a, like I had to explain some things. Okay. I forgot about the scene, and then like I had to explain some things uh, about stuff to my daughter. Oh, okay. I had to suck. Oh, yeah, it fucking sucked. Oh. All right, moving on. Viv, 
It is your question, sir. My question. Yes, yes, my question. I had a, a good question. <clears throat> um, my question. Oh, yeah, now I remember. I had to stagnate till I figured out what my actual question was. Mm-hmm. My question was, yeah, what movie character do you... What's the, nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody picked up yeah, on that. Nobody, nobody picked up on that. <laughs> it was smooth. What movie character do you most aspire to be like? Aspire to be like. So what movie character do you most aspire to be like? Uh, I'm going to go with the first answer that popped into my head. And it is, I think his name's Walter Mitty. Is that his name? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one, the Ben Stiller movie? Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but... Uh... Uh, you know what's funny about that? Hmm. Uh, Beth chose the same one. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, give Beth a big old high five for me. There you go, yeah. that's. Uh... Uh, by the way, this was uh, her idea for a Walter question. Mitty? Mm-hmm. What yeah. movie is that? Secret Life of Walter uh, Mitty? Secret Life of oh, Walter okay. Mitty, yeah. It's it's a couple of years old. Huh? Uh, what about you, Devlin? Um, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a super tough one for me because I don't ever think about characters like that. So I don't think about like wanting to be. I want to be myself. Um, but I get. I mean, unless you can be Batman, right? No, I mean, I don't want to be Batman. Because then I fall okay, in the gosh. same category as shitty Christian Bale, so. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. Asshole. Jesus, I've been so nice this whole episode. Why would you do that? Go on. Well, we haven't talked about it yet, so I had to get it in there. It's at least one episode <laughs> we talk about how bad That's how bad Christian Bale is as Batman, so. Um, uh, all right, Devlin. <laughs> anyways. Um, I, 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 it's so hard. I, I'm sitting here trying to think about it. I thought about it when you posed the question earlier, uh, when you sent it to me, and I'm like, I, I just don't know who I aspire to be. As if I had to think, it's going to be another Star Wars. I try to aspire to be Yoda. I guess if that that's like the first thing that popped in my mind because I try to aspire to be someone who is wise and teaches you know others the, the right way to do things without actually having to, uh, you know, give them the complete answer to kind of let them you know, figure it out on their own. Um, but I, I just thought about, I, I just okay. thought about like, I was trying to think of like a good character, but I just, I think every time I think about Yoda, I think about like how the character is kind of stern, but he's also, he's very wise and he doesn't really just lay everything out for you. He kind of, you know, makes you think about it and think to figure things out. But yeah, that's the one thing I could come up with. Okay, I mean, actually, I can see some of the qualities from having known you. So that's uh, that I, I can see that uh, aspirational figure actually having rubbed off on you, as far as your own personality. So that's cool. Um, I, I like that one actually. Uh, mine would be the only there's only one that came to mind, uh, and that was Ferris Bueller. You can never be that cool. And that's the best part. It is just aspirational. I'll never be that character. You could be you could be the principal. You could be Dean Warmer. Damn. I think I don't even I've never here, seen here's the movie my, and I'm I'm hurt by it. Who are you? 
<laughs> you can uh, you can be Cameron. My... You can be Cameron. Oh, and, and hey, no, uh, that is my honest answer. Is that I aspire to be Ferris Bueller, but who I am is Cameron. That 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 would be the that would be the answer. And that, I, I mean, it, I've thought about that, and I'm like, my real personality is Cameron. Who I aspire to be is Ferris Bueller. I just watched was... Ferris Bueller the other day, so. So I haven't seen Ferris Bueller, but I gotta imagine Ferris is probably a lot like me, you know, just based on all the things. I um, this was all just a subtle code for me wanting to be you. Jason. Yeah, no, that's what I imagined. So, I uh, that's no, what I got. I didn't want to come out and just say it, but Ferris it, Bueller this, is this... literally cooler than the Fonz. <laughs> Easy there, buddy. No, I'm serious. Like... <laughs> Like, Ferris Bueller is the coolest dude ever. Did you know the Fonz literally jumped over a shark? <laughs> he also kicked the jukebox and, yet. and made it work, so... Okay, so... Let's Same. just talk about that. And once yet... You, once you watch Ferris and Bueller, yet, you'll be like, yeah, you right. Well, we, you, know, you know what? Um, we won't build it up like, uh, like Gone Girl. So we, we'll, just, we'll just let it happen. Yeah. When Ferris Bueller's time comes around, we, we won't speak too much about it. All right. Um, was that all of us? No, oh, Jason, we have a, did you go we have a fan question. All oh, right. right. Fan questions. Okay. It's a question from our fans. Yeah, Jason, where did, did Jason go? Did you give your answer for? Oh, yeah, you said Walter. Yeah, I said Walter Mitty. That's right. All right. It was just question. instinctual, it just felt right. Fan question of the week comes from Matthew Ligman again. Matthew, shout out to you. Uh, Hey, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, His question this week is What pro wrestler has had the best movie career? Go fuck yourself, Matthew Ligman. Love you, buddy. Uh, Viv. Which pro wrestler do you think has had the best uh, movie career? <laughs> Wrong. Well, I think the last part of this question, best movie career, that kind of sealed the deal. I, I was going to go with somebody else just to kind of be left feel about the answer. Who? But once you say best movie Who? career, there can't Who's be the other else one? besides The Rock. Who's the other one? Uh... <laughs> The fact that his name slips my mind at this very moment should speak to the fact that The Rock has this down solid. What's he? What's he uh, look like? Dave. Oh no, no. Dave, Dave, Dave Batista. Wasn't he a wrestler too? Yes. Yes, he was. I think that he's had a pretty solid run in the past few years because he's done Guardians of the Galaxy. He's uh, he did a role in um, in uh, 2049 Blade Runner. He's done a henchman in, in Bond. So he's been doing this variety of roles where he's just kind of been playing uh, not just one stereotypical character typically people coming from the wrestling world would play. So he's been kind of branching out, trying out different things. So I, I've been kind of interested in his career arc. And he's, to me, still just getting started in the field as far as kind of working in the movie business. So he still has a... A, a good ways to go, and I'm really interested in, you know, I know Rock kind of carved out a, uh, no pun intended, uh, carved out a place for himself in Hollywood, and essentially is now the biggest movie star. But he's a very specific brand. Um, 
Uh, but I wonder if there's going to be a wrestler who's going to go into the movies who's actually going to be an actor, actor. And Dave Bautista seems to be one of those people. We'll see. Uh, I think it's The Miz, clearly. Oh. Uh, no, I'm just fucking. Who? Uh, <laughs> uh, who? Jason just I said would... that, so I would go. Uh, yeah, I did. I okay. said that. That was for that was for Devil. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, no, I I think it's 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 easy to see. I, I I think if you say anybody other than The Rock, I think it's kind of a lie. You know, I think anybody can see that that dude. Most people don't even necessarily, you know, some people don't even know him as a fucking wrestler anymore. No, I mean, no, I mean and and he's still act. I mean, he's still active in the WWE. And as far as you know, things are concerned, he still does things from time to time. Um, but the guy, I, he, the like, if you look up charisma in the dictionary, there's a picture of the Rock. That dude is, you know, five billion pounds of muscle and charisma. Yeah, he he, uh, he has just the right amount of everything as far as just talent and charisma and body and just everything. He, yeah, he, somebody somebody just created the perfect human, and there it is. No, so, I, I, I I I've seen probably every movie he's been in. I just fucking love The Rock, man. What I don't get is his output, like the amount of stuff that he's doing. I just can't quite figure out because he has the same 24 hours that we all do uh, each day. And he's somehow, the amount of stuff that he's putting out there, I'm like, ah, the calculation doesn't work. Where's the time coming from? How's he keeping up that physique? Well, he has a traveling gym, but still. <laughs> right. He does have the traveling gym. He, a good portion of his, a lot of his content does take place at the gym, like I don't know, he has a tick. His TikTok is on point. Uh, his Instagram is on point. Yeah, he does. Him and Kevin Hart both have uh, TikToks, and they go back and forth on there and stuff. So, um, TikTok's really big. I don't know if anybody's aware of it, but it's it's big. There's uh, um. There's um. So I have I, I have three hundred and seventy five followers on TikTok. It's the um, I, I I agree with you guys. The Rock is the biggest movie star that's come from the wrestling world. He's got the best career. He's had the you know the best you know, movies that have come out. You know he's not made a lot of flops. Um, but I don't like to discredit wrestlers that have been in movies. Uh, there have been some some really noteworthy guys that have, have played roles that you might not realize in movies. Um, so have, have we all seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2? No. You've not seen that? You've not seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2? Jason, have you seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2? Uh, yes, I've seen all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. Okay, so like um, at the end of the end of that movie, hey, the break, you know, plug your ears there, but, uh, the Super Shredder, that was played by Kevin Nash, who also played in The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. Um, okay. I mean, there's, you know, Andre the Giant was in Princess Bride. He had a really good role in that. I mean, you know, overall body of work, I mean, it's The Rock. But, I mean, there's wrestlers have been in so many. Jesse Ventura was in The Running Man, and he was in Predator. Um, 
Hulk Hogan had you know a, a pretty big movie career there at one point in time. It wasn't DDP anything. has that one movie. DDP has that one movie. Uh, DDP's wife, his ex-wife's boob fell out in uh, the forty-year-old virgin. Noise. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we talk about mega stars from professional wrestling going to Hollywood. It's The Rock, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, hands down, hands down. I mean, not not just uh, um, a wrestler to acting career, just any acting career. Period. He's probably had one of the best uh, Hollywood uh, acting careers. Period. No matter what 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 arena they're coming from. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I honestly can't think of anybody that has more fucking hits and more like sellability than the rock in, well, in an acting period well you know the rock you know to be fair he didn't just at, at first he didn't just bottle himself into action roles he did like the tooth fairy he did you know these little oddball roles. he did gridiron gang which was a really uh serious movie so he didn't like bottle have you seen himself. That one? i have not seen that one it's a fucking great movie. <laughs> he no, no, Devlin is right. There was almost a decade, and we almost missed this fact because there was a almost a decade where he experimented because he started in around two thousand two with the Scorpion King, which was his first real movie. Uh, you know where he started, and, but there was a decade where he was experimented with all kinds of movies. He did comedies. He did a couple of indie films. He was doing all kinds of things. And then eventually he figured out what was his type of movie. And since then, he's just been cranking out hits after hits. It's almost honestly to the point where now he, you, you have like a The Rock style movies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The formula has almost been, if you want to say, commercially perfected. And the, what's what's crazy? Like he's got that jungle jungle ride movie or whatever the hell it's called that's coming yeah, out this yeah. summer. And the thing about it is, is, there's no reason why that movie should succeed, but it's gonna succeed, and I'm gonna help it. I'm gonna watch that fucking thing. Like, there's nothing about that dude's mo- like acting career that doesn't make me want to sign up again and again and again and again and again. I'm never disappointed. Like there's been some movies here and there where he's it's like ah that movie wasn't the best, but like fucking skyscraper, which I thought was gonna be terrible, is the fucking bomb. It granted it's the bomb because it's kind of bad good, but it's still the shit. It's like it's like the rock woke up and then every morning he looked at himself in the mirror and was like, John McClane is a fucking punk ass bitch. And then he went to the set of Skyscraper. You sure that wasn't Vin Diesel he was thinking about? I, and you know what? It's funny to me that that Vin Diesel beef, because it's like, if Vin Diesel realized, like, yeah, sure, the Fast and the Furious was built off of, you know, you and, and, uh, and Paul Walker, but uh, The Rock has taken it from where it was kind of fizzling out to building it back up to why we have so many damn movies. Yeah, no, that's that's true. Well, uh, Matt, to answer your question, the uh, no surprise answer is The Rock. It's Kane. 
It's <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Final answer. Kane. No, the Undertaker. It was his brother all along. The Undertaker was in a in a movie. The Undertaker was in Suburban Commando. Okay, I didn't know that. With Hulk Hogan. He played a bad he played the bad guy that like didn't talk in Suburban Commando. He had like one line and then he came, his voice when he opened his mouth, it was a childlike voice. It was like He's like, you're a dead man. <laughs> that's that's not solid. <laughs> just you, just when we get off of here doing this, YouTube it, YouTube Undertaker Suburban Commando, and you'll see it. It's now, see, I I I love Suburban Commando for how ridiculously bad it is, and it's got Christopher Lloyd in it. Nice. So done. Yeah. I'm sold. All already. right, all right, all right. Stop I think me, uh, I've already bought it. Yes, that's right. It's already on Amazon. It's on its way. Uh, all right. I think we've done justice to the uh, to the question. What do you gentlemen think? Is it time to uh, bring to a close the uh, segment two? Bring on the wheel. Bring on the wheel of fate. The wheel of movie fate. All right. Yes. Uh, uh, we'll see you right back. We'll be, we'll All be. right, roll that wheel in. After these messages, we'll be right Bye. And, folks, we are back to segment three. So back. It's the so back. So this is this is backed up. This is backing up like Tom's hair is backing up in that one clip that went viral. And if you don't know who Tom Sayer is, it's because he's already old news. But yeah, I don't this will give you an idea of what. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm lost. I'm lost. I don't know what is, what is going on here. <laughs> we'll still keep this in. Somebody someday will do enough research to find out who that guy was. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, this is a clear segue to what we're going to talk about. <laughs> very, very clear segue. Uh, smooth, smooth, smooth. There is segue of all time. It is it is the segue of all time, and like a segue, our segment also has a wheel. Okay. How was that for a segue? I'll take it. Uh, okay, good. So. In, in this segment, we spin the Wheel of Movie Fate. On the Wheel of Movies Fate, there are ten spaces. Of these ten spaces, there are three movies each that we have not seen and one you pick space. This is where you at home get to vote on our social medias to choose which of, our, of these nine movies we are going to watch. So, the movies that are on our wheel right now that Vivin has not seen are Point Break, Frailty, and we are adding this week, Devlin. Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble. Which now is a good, you, good... No, this is a good, this is a good transition from our, our wrestling question from the last thing. Yes, this movie, uh, the uh, synopsis of it is two slacker wrestling fans are devastated by the ousting of their favorite character by an unscrupulous promoter. Uh, so yes, that's what this movie's about. 
the movies that I have not seen that are on this wheel are The Silence of the Lambs, The Shawshank Redemption, and we added last week The Godfather Part 2. I think it was last week. One of these times we added that. Uh, and then the movies that Devlin has not seen are Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Frozen, and The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. So, without any further ado, let's get to spinning this wheel and figure out which movie we're going to be watching next week. All right, we are looking at that's uh, not on the damn thing, right? Uh, oh, here it is. It is Godfather Part Two. Sorry, I have all of the the wheel doesn't have the spaces; it just has numbers, and I have I have them written down on a list, so I had to figure out where the hell the number, the corresponding number was. So it is The Godfather Part 2 that we were watching next week. Super fucking excited for this movie. I have not seen this movie, and I have been dying to see it since fucking week one when I finished The Godfather Part 1. So I'm super geeked that I get to watch this one. Some people will say that they like Godfather 2 over Godfather 1. Also, some people say they like Godfather 1 over Godfather 2. And, and no, listen to neither. <laughs> we'll say that they like Godfather 3 over Godfather 1 or 2. This, this is absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> Except for maybe uh, Coppola's daughter, who is in the third one and not in the rest of it. No, she's probably probably angry at her dad for putting him <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Well, she's 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 had a good career after that as a director. Right. Um. Yeah. I'm super excited for you to watch this movie. Um. I, f- Devlin, should we even do any type of preamble? Or yeah. We just I mean, we can. Yeah. I mean, we can. We can give the synopsis of it. It says, uh, the early life and career of Vito Corleone in the 1920s New York City is portrayed while his son, Michael, expands and tightens his grip on the family crime syndicate. Perfect. So, Perfect. Yeah, I actually, I'm one of the people who do prefer two over one. Um, I, I, I like the, the portrayal of the 1920s era in this, and I like to see the, the evolution of uh, Michael's character in this movie as well, so... Absolutely agree with but that. But it's point. been it's been a while since I've seen it, so it's a good refresher. So I don't want to give away too much. Um, I'll, I'll say this bit: uh, Godfather One has the most iconic scenes. Like almost every scene is an iconic scene. Um, it's different with Godfather Two. I think it has a stronger story, but it's not like every scene is an iconic scene. But the overall story, I feel, is a stronger story. Than, than Godfather one. So if that makes sense. Um ooh, I don't know, man. I we can we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Like I, I just like every every other scene of Godfather, I was like, oh that's an iconic scene. Oh that's a scene that I I, I can almost quote verbatim. 
Garfield 2 is a little bit different for me. I'm not saying it's it's any less. I'm just saying it is great from a different way, in a different way. Mm, man, it, uh, for me, this got the 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 greatest to, for me the greatest scene in 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 the series. But I'm not going. I think I know it. what you're talking about. I don't I don't want to uh, approach that right now. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I would completely wholeheartedly agree with you on that that scene. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well. Uh, I again am excited to watch this movie, and I am geek. <laughs> uh, so n- nothing of our uh, nothing of what we said has dissuaded you from from that uh, affirmation. No, I could give two fucks less. The first one was just so fucking good, and I heard that the second, like, so you know, the the public perception is like one and two are phenomenal, and then three is like, oh, yep. there's three. Uh, so. It's, I, you know, I, when you, when you finally watch the first one and you realize what you've been missing out on and you know that there's another one that people consider, you know, near just as good, if not better yeah. than that one, you have to, there's like, you, you can't not watch that. So the fact that it's finally getting to happen is something that I'm really excited about. But I see, and then I think that we need to add, since Jason, quote, doesn't like monster movies, unquote. We need to add another one on there uh, that I know me and you both love too, so. Okay. What I think that it is, is I think that I don't like modern mobster movies. Like, like modern, more modern stuff. I really do like Do you like The the Departed? Yeah, I take that back. I love The Departed. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I was like, I was like, there are some good, like, monster movies. Technically, Gangs of New York is a monster movie. It's, I guess, it's like, 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 it's like that they don't appeal, like, like, like Sopranos and shit like that. I've granted, I've never watched The Sopranos, so don't hang Whoa. in this booth for that. Well, I was, I was like, yeah, we, I've never we seen might. it, so I don't know. It could be again. I, you know, I thought I wasn't gonna like The Godfather, so. It could be it, watching it could change my mind, but the I don't it doesn't appeal to me. Well, like it, doesn't, that it, doesn't, it, it doesn't appeal to it doesn't appeal to me. I was in the same boat as you. I didn't like I didn't think I would like mobster movies either. And then when I started watching them, it was actually the 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 world building that made me really love mobster movies. The, the look of the thirties. And the twenties and thirties, it made me really uh, love these movies more. It was just a different time, and how people carried themselves differently. So, yeah, I, I think right. And I, I do like that part because, like I said, I mean, I, when I went to Vegas, I spent like fucking four hours at the Mob Museum there in Vegas. So, I absolutely love the actual historical version of all of that. And I know this is, you know, parts of not necessarily popular history but like parts of you know things that would have happened in in mob related things mixed with a right. very fantasy story right um so you know i'm into that and i love the world of the the world building is what stuck out to me so so much in the first one um, oh yeah oh you're gonna love this one okay good so I, i'm super fucking geeked for it though i am i am you. gonna try to watch the start watching this one as soon as possible though because 
it took me a hot fucking minute to get through the other ones because uh, it was like a two day process to watch because it's like a fucking three hour movie too. So, right, uh, <clears throat> this one would be the same, yeah. Uh, which is fine though. Like, you know, sometimes when you hear like the three hour movie, you're like, fuck three hours. Like knowing that I get to like, that I get to watch Pacino again for another three hours is fucking amazing to me. Cause good God damn. He is amazing in that role. It's yeah. Um, yeah. If uh, if Ryan Reynolds was was made to play Deadpool, made to play uh, in The Godfather, he he is the Godfather. Yeah, I'm so fucking geeked. Yeah, Pacino had a Pacino had a good run in the seventies. There's, there's yes, he did. That he, that he did that are that are really superb, like Dog Day Afternoon. Mm-hmm. Serpico, Serpico, yeah, Serpico. Yeah, that's, that's a bunch of them in the seventies. It was like just back to back. He was just knocking it out of the park. Yeah, he gets to play loud when he gets to play loud characters. That's when he 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 does his best work when he gets to play loud bolsters. Characters. Have you seen a movie called Justice for All? No, I'm not. Where he plays a lawyer, and I mean the movie itself is okay, but it's the last scene where he gets to go go full Pacino. Oh, he knocks it out of the park. No. Yeah. Whenever he gets to go full Pacino, it's 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 something to behold. Well, gentlemen, uh, looks like we have next week's movie to review. Any parting thoughts you'd like to give here, guys? Uh, no, I think I think I'm good. I think uh, you know, obviously, you know, check us out, follow us on our social medias, facebookcom podcast. Instagram at KYC Podcast, Twitter at KYC Podcast, and also on TikTok at KYC Podcast. Um, and then, uh, as always, we love you very much, and it is with the most love that I say to all of you, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Melvin. And remember... I'm gonna need that. Remember, no, 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 you're not getting out of it this week. No, no, no. I, 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 I'm not getting out of it. I, I was going to say, I was going to say exactly what you wanted to hear. I love you people. That's not. That's not what we. That's not. No, not at all. You're way off the mark there. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm looking at the notes right now. I'm looking at the prompter. The teleprompter is saying, <laughs> "You people are amazing." Okay. No, you can go fuck, go yourself, fuck yourself, now. San Diego. Yeah. yeah, no, we need you to. We, we need you to say it, dude. Come on. For the How many times do you want me to tell you? What? What this marriage needs is more love. Okay. And how many times do I have no, to say? No, what this marriage people? needs is a good go fuck yourself. <laughs> And it needs to come out of you. All right, all right, all right, all right. Look, let let let, let me let me mull over it. But till then, till then, remember, yeah, I'm thinking mull over it. You have like six weeks to mull over. <laughs> <laughs> just that you said the f word last week. Let's just let's do it again. Only you're just gonna add your yourself. yourself. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm really First off, fuck yourself. We'll walk you through it. Just say fuck. <laughs> First off, <laughs> let's not put it out there uh, as an as a point of exhibition that uh, I used the f word in a previous episode. It just happened to have that occurrence. Okay, don't need to highlight. And it, it was no need to put a spotlight magical. on it. Could you imagine if you said it? If you said go fuck yourself right now. People would lose their minds. You would probably get so many followers. Followers. <laughs> followers. What are we, a syndicated radio <laughs> show? Yes. Yes. It would be Bivamania. Bivamania. Uh, okay. All right. Oh, man. Uh, Devlin, man, you go deep. You go deep, huh? Hell yes. <laughs> you know, you got to give it to him on that. I, I, all, all the props in the world for him. All the props in the world for him. We're going to play nine. We're going to play a full nine, motherfucker. Let's oh, say geez. it. Let's hear this shit. All right, Do boys. This every week at the end of the show, I want to hear it. Say go fuck yourself. Okay. Who are all right. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs>